1: Thanks uh, for joining us here today on Conscious Talk. It's radio that makes a difference, and uh, we are going to make a difference again here today. But first, we have a couple of things we'd like to share with you.
2: Well, everybody's looking for something to do for Christmas, something to buy. We suggest a book. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is all about how you answer the call of your spiritual self, and, you know answer those questions like, is it possible to nourish your soul while also meeting your material needs? Well, there's Mm -hmm. an interesting book out there. It's called The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. Uh, You can find out more about it by going to carlgreer.com. Find some of those answers for yourself.
1: Yes, and it makes a great Christmas gift as well. So consider that. Also, we want you to consider that uh, Mother Mary and Danielle Gibbons, who channels her and is on our show quite often, is going to be closing out. This online retreat that she's doing—it starts on December second. It runs through the fifth. This is online. If you can't be online in person, it will be recorded. But it's going to end on the fifth. So, or end shortly this week at the end of this week so jump on that if you haven't registered for it you can go to belovedpublications.com to register
2: yeah just go to the event section you're going to find it there and this is of course an online retreat that's a little different this year hey we want to mention our fluffy friends and we're not talking about our fine feathered friends or our four-legged friends but the FLFE focus life force energy program Um, you can that out by going to uh, flfe.net forward slash conscious talk. And uh, they've got a 15-day free trial. Uh, You know, no questions asked, no credit card, none of that.
1: And this is all about technology that creates a high consciousness feel and the feelings and the benefits of a high consciousness sacred space in your home or on your cell phone. So share it, get it on, it's free, and we'll be right back.
0: Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So, you know, there's been a lot of talk about manifestation and prosperity. So what does that have to do with being? Well, we'll have a chat with transformational coach Esra Olgut to find out. She's the author of Money Does Grow on Trees, The Myths We Create and Live By. So basically forget about what your father always told you. Listen up. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels, and Rob Spears
1: and thank you Benny and welcome folks to another hour of conscious talk radio that makes a difference and yes we are we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others people that are learning growing they're waking up coming on the show Sharing and teaching all of us. And this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time. That listener is you.
2: (laughs) Hey, our special guest today is Esra Ogut. And, um, you know, she wrote a wonderful book. And and the reason that I glommed onto it right away was uh, I remember hearing this from my father, or, or not hearing this directly, but the opposite. And the name of the book is Money Does Grow on Trees. And it's about the myths we create and live by. And uh, Esra uh, Ogot has helped people worldwide discover their power to live the life they choose. Um, Today, she's helping people transform their lives to experience their own spiritual and financial abundance through one-on-one coaching and workshops. Uh, You know, she has been sought after by individuals, celebrities, and corporations. And uh, with her husband, Ike, Oh God. She has pioneered a transformational coaching in Turkey and co-created a sought-after coaching certification program. So with that, um, we're going to get into this. We're going to be talking about money does grow on trees. Esra, welcome to Conscious Talk.
3: Thank you so much for having me. So,
1: Esra, Rob probably heard from his father money does grow on trees. Maybe not, but it no, doesn't I grow doesn't on grow trees. On yeah. And I think that a lot of us that grew up in the you know, late 40s and 50s, um, we heard this a lot from our parents that money doesn't grow on trees. So, your title of your book really caught our eye. Why did you title your book
3: that? Well, I came up with the name, actually, after I wrote it, and um, I I know that that's a saying in in America, and we kind of have a similar saying in Turkish, Mm -hmm. although we say, oh, you don't find money on the streets, you know? (laughs) Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, what's the English version of that? And, um, you know, whether it's my life or my husband's life or the clients we work with, we again and again um, kind of see... How the myths that we've created for ourselves in relationship to money or, you know, in relationship to relationships or men or marriage or this or that, the conclusions that we have arrived to as we were experiencing our lives very much then go on to decide how we continue to experience that subject matter. Mm -hmm. So I just (laughs) thought it it would be a catchy title and Mm -hmm. by money does go on trees. Really, the point is actually abundance is always available to all of us except you know the belief systems that we have that are self limiting, right?
2: right? Well, and and so when talking about, I mean, essentially, what you're saying is that um, we create our myths, and then in return, our myths create us, so um. I wonder what is the inspiration. You know, everyone that writes a book that goes all the trouble to write a book, and spend all of that time and go through all of that effort to finally get it out there, they usually have a personal story, as well as a great subject matter. So, what brought you here?
3: Well, it was for me um, having a lifetime of struggling with you know finances ever since I could you know remember. And it's not like my parents were super wealthy, but it's not like they were, you know, they were like, okay. Uh, But regardless, Mm -hmm. I always seem to have a struggle with the subject matter. Mm -hmm. And so as I got onto my own kind of spiritual path and self-discovery and yoga and this and that, there came a point in my life where I'm like, You know, I was close to my mid-30s and I realized that this thing of like barely being able to pay rent on a monthly basis is no longer sustainable. I mean, it's okay, I felt like, when you're a student, but I didn't want to just continue down on that uh, train track. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, when I found my mentor, it was a big, big awakening for me when through the way he coached me, I was clearly able to see that um, how I chose to relate to money as just a seven-year-old who's something that was, you know, going on. Grown-ups were, you know, talking around me. And they were talking about a woman, a, a young woman, 25 years old, that had been kind of arranged marriage, married off to a seven-year-old, very prominent doctor. And the conversation was like, oh, you know, this is what women should do. Women should marry for status. Women should marry for money. Mm. And, you know, a woman who follows her heart or follows love is just, like, stupid. <laughs> and i was like, having a, I'm having a fit as a seven-year-old, like, listening to this conversation. Of course, they're older people. And, you know, uh-huh. back in their days, you know, life was different. But, you know, my conclusion out of this conversation is that I kind of go, you know, lock myself in the bathroom, look at the mirror and say and declare. And at that moment, obviously, I, you know, programmed my belief system around money right there. And then I say to myself, I will always follow the way of love, do everything I love to do. And I will always say no to money, as Mm. if the two things need to be separated in reality, which, Mm. of course, They don't. Mm -hmm. But this was just the mind of a seven-year-old coming to a specific conclusion out of what she was experiencing in her environment. And so when I discovered my own made-up myth about money and how successfully I had experienced that exactly to the T for 35 years, it just kind of woke me up to, oh, I don't have abundance because I have gone out of my way to reject and it's a 7 year old perception that is still running and managing my money life mm-hmm. and when i saw how ridiculous that is and i'm like of course love and money can exist together after i made a new what we call a being choice well abundance started to flow into my life actually without too much effort <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah so, so- yeah. So
1: I, I want to ask you, stop you there and ask you, what is a being, B-E-I-N-G, what is a being
3: choice? Well, a being choice is it's the power that we all have, uh, and I don't think most of us are aware that we have such a power. Mm-hmm. It is that we get to experience in life exactly as we choose to believe things and as mm-hmm. we allow things. So, you know, there's always like these great stories of um, people. One is like Princess Diana. She was very, very young when she told her parents that when she grew up, she was going to be a princess. (laughs) And uh, so a being choice is who and what we decide to be, not on an intellectual level, but from the core of our being. Yes. And. Actually, before I even met my mentor, who then connected me to how I self limited myself around money through the choice I made to relate to it, way like maybe two weeks before that, uh, I made a being choice, and that's why he showed up in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being sick and tired of, you know, just all constant money struggle. I had just met my boyfriend, who now is my, you know, husband. and. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in my mid-30s. I mean, I, can't, I don't even have the freedom to have a child right now because of money limitations. Mm-hmm. And that idea right there and then made me decide, you know what? I am going to belong to abundance. And that was a moment in time where I said no to my old reality and yes to new reality. And then my mentor and the information and all that showed up in my life. Yeah, very, yeah. it's really
1: interesting when we make that choice it's a powerful choice and like you said not an intellectual choice folks this is something you embody it's part of who we are we are abundance and prosperity at the core of our being and and when you make that powerful choice and really decide you know what i'm done with that lifestyle where i was (laughs) limited Um, you know it really makes a difference and it really does Ah, uh, bring forth prosperity, and I like what you said about not having to work very hard at it, and yeah. that's really the key there, Ezra. That's the key. that's the key.
2: Yeah, and you, you know, you discuss this whole concept um, uh, throughout the book, but it re- you know, reminds me about when the students ready, the mm-hmm. teacher appears. That mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a lot of these old over the 21 years we've been doing this radio show in Seattle, um, a lot of these old. Uh, spiritual sayings that we've all heard and, and spoken ourselves have come to have new meaning. Yes. You know, we've all been drilling down into it. So They have we, legs. Yeah, they have legs. When we, that's, that's one of your Hollywood terms. So <laughs> when we come back, uh, we're going to continue our discussion with Esra Ogut. We're talking about her book, Money Does Grow on Trees, The Myths We Create and Live By. So stay with us. There's a lot more. You are listening to Conscious Talk.
5: Clear is so powerful it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands, why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with Xylitol.
6: Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's XLEAR.com. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract.
0: and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you.
1: Or call 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909 for all the information you need on the Avacyn medical device.
5: Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150.
2: Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk. And, you know, Conscious that's the key word here. And that's what we've been talking about all these years with our mission to give you back to yourself. And that's why we bring you these incredible guests. These people, as Brenda always says, have done the work and then are willing to share it with us. And today's guest is Esra Ogut. That's O-G-U-T. Um, her book is Money does grow on trees, the myths we create and live by. And I just want to mention her website because this is somebody you're going to want to know about. Um, Her website is Ike, I K E, and Esra, E S R A, now.com.
1: So, Esra, why is this important, this book important in this
3: timing? Well, um, you know, it's interesting because I got done with writing the book just before the pandemic, (laughs) Mm, (laughs) like on the same month. So, you know, it wasn't really kind of, you know, geared towards like, oh, okay, now people are experiencing this, so let me write about it. It, The inspiration to write it more came from um, really our certification program, which which actually lasts for like over a year, a year and a half. And, uh, you know, we've been doing that since 2016. And just, you know, teaching these concepts, And just like having such people being able to have such insane transformations um, regarding various subjects, but especially in the subjects of money to the point where we get inspired back. Like they kind of do it better and faster than me and my husband did. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, just their humongous jump was such an inspiration back to me. That I just wanted to put a little bits of it, of course, like 10% of what can be done in a year or maybe even 1% of what can be done in a year in a book format to make it available to people that might not, you know, ever come to our course or, you know, can't come to our course. So that was the inspiration, just giving people the tool to do exercises, to self-reflect and go on a journey of discovery.
4: Yeah.
1: You know, Esther, we've talked about the ego over and over and over. Uh, we all know that we have an ego. Uh, we we call it edging God out. That's sort of our because we're yeah edging God out because we're in our heads and we're separated then from the wisdom. Uh, in our heart and who we are and I know you talk about the ego so why is the ego an important factor in the work that you're doing and how how does knowing about that and maybe taming it or settling it down or quieting it
2: well yeah can when, help you, us. when you're talking about getting to a uh, being choice yeah. we get stuck and you know we learn in your book that that has a lot to do with our ego or a misunderstanding of our ego.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, Daryl Rutherford, um, the mentor that trained me, you know, he gave a very, very interesting and different perception of of ego, a a way that I had never looked at it before, because I came at that point from, you know, primarily a yoga background. And I don't know if this is kind of like, Uh, you know yoga translated in this way in the west but like you know in the yoga circles oh ego is just such a bad thing and you shouldn't come from your ego and ego Mm -hmm. up ego down and um, his definition of it kind of blew my mind and, and made me understand certain things better and his definition of it is ego is just a function that allows anything that we have chosen to believe to be experienced as a reality by us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we took that and we ran with it. I saw that relating to the ego in that way as opposed to it being something bad actually helped me a lot in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we can just look at ego as just like, it's just a perception, it's just a perspective. Right Now, nobody on the earth can claim that they don't have a perspective about anything. No, we all have a perspective about this, that, or the other thing. It's -hmm. like you almost need to have a perspective in order to have an experience of that perspective.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. So in that sense, I don't care what people claim. No one's devoid of ego because ego is a mechanism and a function for us to choose something out of a myriad of possibilities and anchor it onto into the world as our experience. The problem is once we've experienced something enough, in my case, you know, lack of prosperity and always struggling with money, well, now when we want to change our perception and therefore get to experience a new reality, well, the ego, like our, you know, loyal soldier, keeps bringing us back into the anchoring of whatever we've previously decided right so then there becomes a conflict between where we want to go and what we've programmed into the computer to begin with Mm -hmm. so relating to the ego in a new way is basically kind of considering the function of the ego as we're giving it a new program to uphold Mm -hmm. and in that way not to try to get, get rid of the ego but rather to understand it to work with it to understand that it's our loyal soldier and that is very much we're very much going to need its function, also in the new programming that we're we're placing. Right. So thanks to my ego being now transformed into, you know, a reality of upholding abundance, I can keep creating abundance. If my ego didn't get that, I would probably like, you know, create sporadically abundance, and then it would all disappear again because there's no anchoring point. Right. Right. You'd
1: be back into the struggle uh, that a lot of people have. It's very interesting because um, I recently read a book, and one of the things that I did was I have a name for my ego, the the side of my brain. The brain has four (laughs) different parts, and the side of my brain that carries the ego. I have a name for her. And so once I named her and started speaking with her, so to speak, um, it, it, it's making a difference, and I, I just thought I'd throw that in there because it's a technique that I'd never thought of before, and it wasn't my original thought or creation. It was from this book. But I, I really um, enjoyed it because I'm getting to know her better, and I'm asking her to work with me and Beautiful. to know I'm always safe because that's part of the ego is to defend, to, and, and part of that defense is to keep us the same. So I just thought I'd throw that in there because um, I know that you have done a lot of work with the ego, and I thought your work is fascinating.
3: Thank you so much. I'd love to give one more example if we have time. Yes, sure. Well, yeah. With, we- how, yeah, with how the ego kind of, you know, defends the old reality. There's a friend of mine that we were talking, conversing with in uh, Istanbul And, you know, she does life coaching, but in a different kind of uh, methodology. Anyway, she was talking to me, and she's like, you know, this whole money thing I haven't been able to figure out. I've been going in and out of workshops and courses for 10 years, and it's just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. And that's the problem. When we look at the problem as like, oh, we're trying to do something, but we're Mm -hmm. not achieving it. Mm -hmm. That's very problematic. So I said to her, well, instead of seeing it like, oh, I can't manage, I can't get there, I can't do it, what if you were to look at the problem as you're getting exactly what you want, which is just enough money to survive. Maybe somewhere deep inside, you just want enough to be able to comfortably survive. And that's why more is not coming. And she's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. I know what I want.
4: want." (laughs) I'm like, okay.
3: Let's go to the test. And she's like, okay. So I'm like, okay, close your eyes. And I got her to visualize that, oh, now she has, you know, incredible amounts of prosperity. She has all these investments. And therefore, she doesn't need to actually work. But she just works because she's inspired to. And it's not because she has to pay the bills. And I'm just going on and on and on with the details, putting her into this vision. And there she's in front of me. She started sweating. <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I feel all this heat. And she was just, like, taking off her jacket. And I'm like, "Aha!" Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's going on? Her face is going red. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm just, like, feeling such a big feeling of shame
4: mm. in this vision. Mm. And
3: I'm like, okay, well, let's discover what's underneath that shame. What are you feeling shameful about? And then, bam, she connected with her belief system. And she's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. what I believe is that if I have more, others will have less because of me. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And so, you know, once she connected to her own setup and saw how she's limiting herself. But what does the ego do in that at that point? Well, the ego since it's been given this code and it has to protect this code because, as you said, ego is a protecting factor. Mm-hmm. Well, the ego is going to go out of its way without us even realizing to keep prosperity at a distance because as far as it's concerned, it's a bad thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep. According yep. to that programming and according to that belief system.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, as you explained before, um, the ego has a job mm-hmm. and it is that Uh, trustworthy soldier, as it were, Um, and it is that constant until, you know, you reshape your being, your beliefs, you know, this is what, for those on the science side of the line, the pure science, this is neuroplasticity at work, so. um, At its highest level, yeah. Yeah, you see how it all comes together. Well, folks, we're here with Esra B. B, Ogut, O-G-U-T. Her book is Money Does Grow on Trees. It's the myths we create and live by. You can find out more about her by going to com. But we have her for more segments, so hang in. We'll be back after these messages.
5: Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. Ohiro's Probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. Ohiro's Probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online.
0: What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program walks you through one's journey of self-healing with the spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order the novel sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing.
7: Want more freedom, abundance, and love?
0: Com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you.
1: This is Brenda Michaels. And if your life is stressful and unfulfilling and you'd like to make changes but don't know how, Rob and I recommend The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer, a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase the book, click the link in our site sponsor section or go to carlgreer.com. That's C-A-R-L-G-R-E-E-R.com.
5: Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Hey, welcome back, folks, and thanks for being with us here today on Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Our website, ConsciousTalk.net. Remember, all these shows are archived on our site. Usually stay up there for almost two years, all free to download. We also podcast each show and um, you know, stream live from 7 to 8 a.m., uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So these are the ways that you can tune in. I'm Brenda Michaels. And,
2: and I'm Rob Spears, and we're here with... Uh, we are here with Esra B. Ogut, and we're talking about her book, Money Does Grow on Trees. Yep, that's right. Money does grow on trees, and it's the myths we create and live by. Um, so, Esra, uh, let's talk about one of the things that you talk about in your book, and, and that is called the spender's law. Can you explain what that one is? Sure.
3: Uh, the spender's law is the need to spend in order to feel good about yourself or in order to feel prosperous. So um, it's it's when we can think of it like, uh, you know, when we're just having so many kind of thoughts and feelings of lack, it's like a hungry stomach, you know? You keep needing to spend money to fill up that emptiness. And it's all temporary because you spend and, you know, you feel good for two seconds and then your bill arrives at the end of the month and it's like you've overspent and you're freaking out. So, yeah, the spender's law was was a tough one for me because my mentor kept on saying, I still you're on the spender's law, you're in the spender's law. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's ridiculous. I only make a thousand dollars a month, which was the case at the time. Like, what about it am I going to save? Like, there is nothing there to save. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, after being stubborn about it for, I think, over a year, um, at one point I said, you know what, I don't care. Even if I just put $100 aside of savings, I'm just going to do or die, do this. And when I did, a lot changed for me because, you know, when we get into the positive cash flow, even if it's like a very insignificant amount, when there's more money coming in than actually going out and it's gonna be different for everyone, different for every budget, then it's very easily we can stay in a positive perspective towards prosperity. We can easily say, I have, I have, and there's more, and it's becoming, and there's more, and you know, there's abundance, there's abundance, instead of getting into the lack story. Okay. So the spender's law is, is kind of like just choosing to relate differently uh, to prosperity. And we can only get there, actually make a budget, make sure we're in a positive cash flow every single month if we have a good relationship with money to begin with. So if we're not doing that and we don't have savings, no matter how big or little money we're making, that right there is a clue we have some sort of underlying negative belief in relationship to money. Yeah. And
2: and look, um, your book, throughout the book, what you're talking about is prosperity consciousness uh, versus um, kind of what we know. uh, you, You know, you're talking about a different kind of freedom that has to do with our being as opposed to our financial goals. You know, most people, they get into that lack thing and they keep creating it no matter how much money they have because um, they need to fill that hole. But so tell us a little more about prosperity consciousness.
3: Um, You know, you're very right in what you're saying. There's even like celebrities, for example, one of the ones that are in trouble, I'm not going to say by name, right. but makes $20 million per movie mm. and is like financially at this point broke. Well, when you look at the spendings, it's two million dollars of spendings a month. Mm-hmm. So when you just do the simple math, well, if you're making 20 and you're spending 24 million dollars, obviously you're in four million debt every single, you know, year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to underline your point, it has nothing to do with how much money or how how little or big money amounts of money we make. Uh, prosperity consciousness, for me, is Beginning to feel wealthy before the money even shows up.
4: Right. Yes. And yes. One, way to,
3: one way to do that is through a constant focus of gratitude and again, mm-hmm. uh, bringing the abundance into the now. Yes. By how you choose to focus in your life. And just one quick, really great example is a client in our certification. When she came, she had $7 of savings. Imagine. And so she understood that prosperity is not what you have, what you don't have, but it's about how you choose to look at life. Well, hold
1: that thought. Uh, what, hold, hold that right okay. there, Ezra. And we will finish okay. up this story when we come back from this really quick okay. break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
5: Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides Probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive immune formula, and Dr.
0: O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. Scream it loud from the rooftops. Conscious Talk delivers. And to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
5: Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150 KKNW.
3: Well, it ended up really, really nice because she got it. It's not like, oh, waiting for the money to arrive in order to, you know, start feeling wealthy. Because when we depend on that, no matter how much money arrives inside, we still don't feel wealthy. And, mm-hmm. and or abundance. So what happens is then we need to get rid of what we created to match right. what, what we're actually feeling. Mm-hmm. So she really got that. And so when her savings went from $7 to $14, the way she chose to look at that is like, oh my God, I just increased my savings by a 100%. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that's the perception of abundance. Yes. And then in a year and a half, she had sixty thousand dollars of savings and she bought herself a home. Imagine in just a year. Yeah. Because wonderful. We are we are more powerful than something material like money. You know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And it's it's valuable to the degree of to the degree of the meanings we upload on it. Right. And so when she took her power from money to her own perception and her own feelings, regardless of the conditions, that's when the conditions can shift and change very quickly. Yes.
1: Um, I really love that story. And it really does prove that when we and I, I like to say you said take your power from, you know, the lack of money, and and even, would you say, Ezra, the power back from lack, period, because oh, usually yeah. what I find in my clients when they lack money, they have pretty much across the board a lack consciousness, so they lack loving relationships, they lack enough friends, they lack um, looking a certain way, it, it it just goes on and on and on, it, does that stand true with what you're saying?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, since the book's subject is money, I'm just kind of harping more in that direction. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's true for for everything. And when someone is kind of, let's say, in that mode, it's very important, I believe, to ask them, "Well, what's your gain in remaining in the lack zone?" Mm-hmm. Because usually, there's some sort of a gain that yes. is being derived, that's why, although they're very powerful to change their realities, they don't. Yes. And that's very important. Again, like, why are we creating what we're creating? Mm-hmm. What is our gain? What's the gain in the problem? What's the gain mm-hmm. in the limitation? Mm-hmm. It's
1: such a great question. Uh, I have to tell you a quick story. When when I was experiencing cancer, 30 some years ago and this was my third bout and I met a doctor who was an oncologist at the time but realized that the chemicals or the chemotherapy wasn't really a solution and he had moved over toward more holistic but also more um, consciousness around illness and I went to one of his seminars and he said this to to all of us he said we we all create our reality and that was the first time I'd ever heard that. And he says, so what, what, what you're living right now, you've helped create. This isn't cu- coming from guilt or shame. We open the door to situations where we can become ill. And cancer happens to be the one we're dealing with right now. So he said, I want you all to take out a piece of paper and write down your secondary gain for having this illness. What are you gaining from it? And I have to tell you, Ezra, that was a huge eye-opener for me.
2: Yeah, and it's also, look, uh, um, if you want to break it down to the most basic logic here, if you can create something, you can uncreate it, or, as you learned through reading Ezra's book, you can create something different. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what it's all about. This book is a is a mini-training, as you said, isn't it, Ezra?
3: Yes, yes. I mean, I I just really wanted it to be a book where people can use it not just informationally, but as like a, kind of a mini guidance for self reflection. And some of the feedbacks I've been getting from the people who have read it, there are people who are also um, able to shift around some physical stuff. Mm-hmm. This is really cool by yep, right? understanding, yep. you know, these perceptions.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but yeah, that game that you're talking about is amazing. I it reminds me of my uh mentor's story where his secretary had bone cancer. Mm. He didn't know about it, so she was asking for, you know, leave to be able to go and do the bone transplant something something somewhere. And he just like turned around to her and he goes What's your gain in in having cancer? I thought you divorced your husband a long time ago. (laughs) Uh, And apparently it got created at that time when she was, you know, kind of going through a difficult time and wanted to kind of get out of the relationship. So he just said that. It's like something so simple. He's like, haven't you already divorced your husband? Like, why do you need the cancer for? (laughs) And that's it. That's all he asked. And she kind of like had this weird look on her face. So it must have created an aha in her, as mm-hmm. uh, you shared in your story. So anyway, mm-hmm. she goes to the bone transplant place, and, you know, the cancer has disappeared. <laughs> and they, yep. think they made a mistake, so they kept on doing the test again and again. And no, it had disappeared. Yeah. So it is a possibility, but it is a very high standard, really, to be able to apply this. I mean... Mm-hmm. I teach this day, day in and day out, and then my husband works on ourselves day in and day out, and yet I do get into spins myself when um, I just can't, like, you know, my ego is like, no, I didn't create this. It's impossible. I didn't create this. But really, if I look deeper mm-hmm. and see how I'm setting it up, this is like a puzzle to be solved. Right. The empowerment that comes from it is just, Oh my God this
2: yeah and actually that's the fun part because we're very similar and you know we're a 24 seven couple mm-hmm. and we're hanging out in a home office and <laughs> a home radio studio and uh, uh, what we you know, get from all of this is a lot of fascination at, ha, huh, I wonder how I created this. It. Yeah, it's, and you what know,
1: what What was I? What were the w- thoughts behind it? What beliefs that, that uh, perpetuate those? And, yeah, you yeah, just kind yeah, of we, unravel we, it.
2: We, we laugh a lot and say to each other, what was I thinking? <laughs> or <So, laughs> not, not thinking. So yeah. we have
1: a couple minutes left, Estra, and what I'd like you to do is give our audience one practical tool they can uh, use on their path to prosperity?
3: Um, I just want to say before we go, I love the story you guys just shared. Mm
1: -hmm. And, you
3: know, something is a tragedy. The minute we get out of our own limitation and our own way, that tragically seeming thing becomes the biggest comedy. Right. So, A, I would say, you know, when you're dealing with, transformational, uh, you know, transformation of the self of any kind. Just have fun with it. Be like a child. Play. Mm. None of it is that serious. And the second thing I'd, I'd like to say is, you know, have an exercise of gratefulness that you do every day, mm-hmm. um, not only for what is already present in your life, but also what you would like to be experiencing as if it's already happened. Yes. I find yes. that cool experience really incredible and that's the main tool i use for creating my reality consciously Mm,
2: that's right well this book uh, money does grow on trees the myths we care and live by by esra b ogut um you know is actually a a a great little course in in the law of attraction and other Mm. things but she hits those key things that you know, so many have missed, so we highly recommend it. And if you want to find out more about Esra and her husband, both of which work together and do incredible seminars and and uh, other teachings, you can go to Ike and, Esra and that's
1: I-K-E, and Esra is E-S-R-A Now.com. Ike and esranow.com. Well, Esra, it has been a real pleasure having you on our show. Uh, we feel Likewise. like you're a kindred spirit. And yeah, yeah, with gratitude, with shall
4: lots we of gratitude. say. Yeah, right. Yes,
1: very, very appreciative of you and the work you're doing out there in the world from our hearts to yours. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: Thank you so much for having me. And, um, you know... Let's always like remember, as you said at the beginning of the show, uh, you know, when we're ready, when we make that being choice, the universe shows up no matter Amen. what. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so, so very much for having you're, me on.
1: You're welcome. And folks, thank you. Have a beautiful day. We'll see all of you next time, right here on Conscious Talk. What does healing mean to you? If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909.
7: Conscious Talk, radio that rocks the
0: soul. Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855. Is your life stressful and unfulfilling? Would you like to make changes but don't know how? Conscious Talk Radio recommends The Necktie and Jaguar by Carl Greer, a memoir with questions to help you change your story and live a life that's more pleasing to you. For more information or to purchase the book, click the link in the sponsor section or go to That's carlgreer.com. That's C A R L G R E E R.com.